Welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. When to give money to your kids is today's topic. Dallas, this is your topic. This is one of mine. Uh, What made me think about this is probably a phrase that you have heard, uh, or probably a conversation you've had a heap of times with clients, where you talk to people about their upbringing and and, um, people are often rightly proud of where they've uh, they've come from, the financial position that they have put themselves in through their their own hard work, through... You know, many years of delayed gratification and saving and, and doing sensible things financially. And so everyone always says, you know, not everyone, but many, many people say, you know, I moved out of home at 17, I moved into some happy share house somewhere, I worked six days a week, I, my first job paid $30 a week, all these things that we hear all the time. They say, my parents never gave me anything. They didn't, you know, in a lot of cases in those days, didn't have anything to give me. I learnt the value of hard work, I learnt the value of money, I learnt the value of going without. And everyone says that and is rightly proud of it and made them the person they are. And then when you turn around and go, there's a hole in your budget of about 20 grand a year. Where's all this money going? They go, oh, well, we pay our kids rent and we gave, our, we gave our daughter this money last year and we lent our son this money, but we probably won't see that back. People give money to their kids all the time. And it blows my mind because they have that exact conversation with you and then they turn around and give money to their kids. Without struggle, there is no progress. <laughs> That's what springs to mind. No, it's, it's true. Like People yeah. do look back on that struggle yeah. with fondness yeah. and um, they, yeah, they, they talk about it as having really made them. Yeah. And, and, but yet they don't seem to want their kids to have to go through yeah. that struggle either. Yeah. Um, so, so even if it's a good struggle, yeah, and it's a struggle that they look back on fondness with, yeah. and and probably wasn't fondness at the time, no, but yeah. it's helped shape them into who they are. But and I think that that's so that's um, even though we've just canned uh, people giving kids giving their kids money, there are like anything, this is a grey area, and there is no right or wrong. I, it is it is so that obviously. The name of the podcast is when to give money to your kids. The name of the podcast isn't don't ever give your kids money. No, there are, no, there are right. better yeah. and worse times that we think it makes sense um, yep. to, to give money to your kids or to help your kids out financially, uh, all those sorts of things. So basically the structure of this is I just wanted to go through situations that we, because we see this all the time, situations where we have seen this work and where we have seen it really not work. Yes. Um, so... Uh, I've just listed this as times where we've seen this. First, we go through times where we've seen it work well. So, uh, I think as a bit of a catch-all, when should you give money to your kids? Do it when you think it will be the best thing over the long term for your kids. So, yep. you know, this this to me covers things like you know, your your child wants to go to university, um, mm. but you know, they're seventeen and they probably can't work full-time and do a heavy university schedule of engineering mm. or medicine or something like that, 
and they need well, they don't need to, but it would make their life a lot easier if they can stay with you, stay at home for a few years, that sort of thing. If you help them out uh, in that situation where you go, this will be the best thing for this kid over the long term. So that's a time when, to me, it makes complete sense. It's, it's obviously, if you think it's going to be the best thing for your kid over the long term, that's when you should do it. Absolutely. Look, if, if um, say, educational, that's a great example yeah. of, of how you would do it yeah. educationally. Yeah. What I've seen in the past that hasn't worked is when um, parents give their university student children beer money yeah. you know, <laughs> for, for every week. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, or when they they pay for discretional expenditure and things like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I noticed that actually when I went to university yeah. that those kids that got that yeah. beer money and yeah. discretional spending yeah. expenditure money, they actually didn't turn up to many lectures. Yeah, because that's right. they knew that they didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just did, yeah. they just didn't value anything. No, that's right. No, that's a really good point. Is that with with all of this, it, it is a it's not as easy as going, oh, well, my kids are at uni, so I can just open the wallet and just give them whatever they want. Yeah. Because like a lot of this stuff, you realise with 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 your with your kids, and, and I see this with, with our 18-month-old, mm. you know, the kids, any human being just re- responds to, what's the easiest way to get the thing that I want? So for an 18-month-old, it's just a scream. And, yeah. and if I scream, I get what I want. Yeah. So uh, like you said, for those kids at uni, if... The point of why you're going to uni or why you want to go and get a good job or why you want to progress your career is to get money. So mm. if you're just getting the money from mum and dad, then what's the point? Why would you torture yourself and, and put yourself through the, the hard yards to do yeah. it? So, um, yeah, I think, so I guess that's that's a time when it's the best thing for your, over the long term for your kids. And early on in those years, it's it's probably easier to, to see where that where that works. You know, your mm. kids are at uni or your kids doing, you know, in the first year of an apprenticeship and they're earning 10 bucks an hour or something like that. You, know, yeah. you, you want them to go and have a, a, a gap year when they're in the final years of high school and you think that'll be a great experience for them over the long term. Boot. I think that to me makes sense of any any chance you get to do things. I think everyone, everyone who's a parent understands that any time you get a chance to do something that's in the best interest of your kid, you you, know, you just you're just going to do that. Like it, it just makes perfect sense that that's what is yeah. most important to to anyone. So um, the other one I think, and I've, I've listed this as sort of separate, even though it ties in, is do it when you think it will be the best thing over the long term for your relationship with your kids as well. Mm. So. There are some times where I see that it might be a good thing for, for, for people to give money because it might put them in a good position, but it, it just ruins that relationship. It becomes a relationship of, instead of teaching them to stand at their own feet, it's going to be a situation where they are looking to, looking yeah. to, to mum and dad for the handout or... I think the big thing for me, is, we've talked about this before with the, the dynamic of our relationship with our clients it's similar to, I think, people with their adult children. Is that You never want it to be a thing of, you know, of the, the naughty kid who, oh, okay, well, they get away with it because they're a naughty kid and, mm. and you know, oh, they're going to tell me what to do. You're teaching your kids to be adults. You want them to stand on their own two feet. You don't want to have that relationship to be a an imbalance of you know everything and, and you can come in and solve all the problems. Mm. You want to be able to have a relationship with your kids that progresses over time for them being their own their own person. Yeah, and I think it's fair to assume here, um, for the general part, we're, we're talking about 25-year-olds and above. 
Yeah. No, nah, I'm talking about 18 year olds. This is where we differ. I feel very strongly. Well, I just don't think we we have that. I just don't think there's that many. There are, there are 50. I mean, I'll be 50 and I'll, I'll have a, uh, a nine year old. Yeah. But, but, but yeah. look, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Look, it should be the whole way up. Yeah. But, but there are a lot of, I mean, there are a lot of people that are 55 listening mm. to this yeah, and they, they would have kids. 25 year olds 30 year olds yeah um, those types of things so yeah. i mean i mean generally speaking those yeah. those adult children should be in a situation where they are yeah. standing on their own two feet yep um i mean i have basic rules of thumbs when i look at things which is um for example only give what the what the child can save so if the child can save ten dollars yep. you can match that with a ten thousand dollar yeah Yep. So loan, that, and that, whether that's done as a loan or a gift or, or yeah. however you want to structure it. And that, that's a really good example. But they have to actually go through some struggle to, yeah. to, to get to where they need to be. Well, well that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about there. With, with probably that example probably explains more about what I mean where I talk about the relationship. It's then, it's then the parents and the kids working together for the, kid, for the kid to have something that's going to be valuable to them. It's, yeah. not, it's not the parent handing something over to the kid and the kid getting it for free. It's, it's yeah. a team... You know, working together to, to have something, not just a a, a boss and a and a you know, a pleb kind of thing. So that's that's a really good example as a rule of thumb that that you can do something like that that makes your relationship with your kid potentially stronger than than not doing anything, but without it becoming a a, you know, a situation where they're always looking to you. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I that I see is that so. I've seen in the past people with 25-year-olds, 27-year-olds, mm. um, the parents have to do a lot of work. So the parents are mid-50s. Yep. They have to do a lot of work between 55 and 65 yep. to get to where they need to be to be able to retire, mm. um, given the fact that they didn't yep. get compulsory super until they were yep. about 30 years of age. Yep. Um, yep. Now, they, fail, they really struggle to have the hard conversation with their adult children, I find, yep. and... And, um, and and whether that's been the relationship the whole time where they've they've don't want to burden the yeah the kids the, the yeah. kids with their problems or anything like that but yeah. but I've, I've I've often found the ones that have actually sat down with their yeah. their kids and said look we're giving you this money now yeah. that's the difference between um, us being able to retire but this not. is the difference between us being able to retire successfully and and, and not and yeah. um yeah uh, get used to not having that money in the future yeah. it's time that you still your own two feet and yeah. all those types of things so so that's tended to go well yeah. for people yeah. because yeah. the the to in like you said before if someone's going to hand you out money yeah you're going to take it yeah and that's just yeah. human nature yeah that's right just as a, if someone's yeah. going to hand out lollies to a toddler they're yeah. going to take it so you, you you so um once and 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 um I guess the the adult child in that case didn't know. Yeah. Well, how many times the position had, that you, the parents? You've heard in? that a lot, where people, again, to to use very broad terms, people come to us at fifty five with half a million dollars in super. Mm. They're on track for a million. They need one point five, and in some cases, there's thirty thousand dollars a year disappearing in some combination of mm. discretionary spending that doesn't really need to happen or money going to kids, mm. and that's. That thirty thousand dollars a year is going to be, in a lot of cases, the difference between where they need to get to and where they're not. And yeah. for those people, if they sit down and say to their kids, "Hey, thirty thousand dollars is going out to you," that's 
that needs to go into our super so that we can retire. Yeah. Most kids are going to go, geez, we, we didn't realize that. If, if, yes. If, if you, any, anyone with, um, you know, anyone who cares about their parents is obviously going to, in that situation, go, well, mm. if, I know that the, if I know that that's the option, the opportunity cost of me getting that money means that my parents won't be able to retire, then that's a situation where you just go, well, everyone's going to be on board with that money going to super rather than going to the kids, or at mm. least I think they should be. So that's, that's also one of the things I've said is that only do it, only give money to your kids when you've worked out that you really can afford it. And, and don't just assume that because the money is there in your bank account every week, that means that that can go there. That's, we've talked about this before, the opportunity cost of, yep. you might be able to give that money to your kids in terms of you have it spared, but, but where are you gonna be in 10 years time and, and can you actually afford to be giving that to your kids or does that need to be going into your super to, to pump up your retirement savings? Yeah, that's a, it's a good point because um, many of those people you know, run a reasonably healthy bank account. By the time they've got to their mid fifties, yep, they've got um, promotions, yep. and they're earning the highest amount by far that they've ever earned. Yep. Um, so they do the traditional method of accounting, which is to look at the bank account, yeah. look at their income, look <laughs> yeah. at what's coming in, yeah, yeah. and go, yeah. "Hey, we've got the money, money to spend." Yeah. It's not until we, and this came up in our recent two-part series, Profit First, yeah. where what they really need to be doing is saying, okay, yeah. we yeah. need to pay ourselves yeah. that $30,000 first yes. and put that into our superannuation fund and we yeah. need to do that every single fortnight yeah. for the next 260. 260 paychecks, which, by the way, <laughs> is the maximum amount that we'll have for the rest of our lives yeah. of paychecks. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you frame it like that, yeah. you then go, okay, well... Well, yeah, there's there's obviously less money left over to give to our 25-year-old, 27-year-old, our 30-year-old. Yeah. And Dallas, so you have some examples of when you believe that you wouldn't give money to your yeah. adult children. I feel like the the catch-all here of err on the side of don't do it. So unless you meet all <laughs> of the criteria of when to definitely do it, um, you shouldn't. But the, these are, I guess, some of the um, some of the, the main ones that we see of when people feel that they should be doing that and, and when it actually doesn't really make sense. So um, the first one is don't do it just because you feel pressure from your kids. And, and I, again, understand this. This is, we've talked about this before with younger kids, is that it's very hard to watch your kids go through pain and it's very hard to uh, watch them struggling and, and you just think, oh, I, could just, I could just help them out. Their, their life's hard and I'm hearing them telling me, and they're, they're probably not doing it to try and, catch the money off you but they're just mm. telling you this thing that's an issue in their life and you feel that as pressure to well I just want to be able to help them out don't do it just because you feel that immediate pressure don't mm. don't succumb to that as I said go back through this this thing of does it still make sense it's not just I should do this because that'll make me feel better in the, in the short term really think of how that's going to play out over the long term so that's a time when I'd say don't do it when you feel pressure from your kids I feel like I'm I'm a bit uh, contrarian antagonistic where if ever my kids put pressure on me to give them money that would be more uh, that would make me more inclined to not give them money so and I think most people feel the same way but if you feel any pressure from your kids to do that then that's probably a good sign that there's something wrong with with the way that they think this, this mm. works and that you shouldn't do it then um, the other big one is don't do it because you feel pressure from the, the grandparents or from your friends. So this is weirdly, again, one that I see a lot where people have a different... Grandparents have a different dynamic with, with grandkids than Absolutely. parents do. I mean, that's the whole... The beauty of yeah. being a grandparent is you get to come in and just spoil them. And so yeah. 
you hear grandparents going, oh, poor such and such, and he's doing it you know, so tough, and why don't you help him, poor little boy? And, <laughs> and you just think, no, no, the, these are the same grandparents. Poor little boy, he's 97 <laughs> kilos and he's 33 years of <laughs> age. Got, like, he's got a full <laughs> beard, he's no poor little boy. <laughs> but, but I think this is exactly what we said. These are the same grandparents who have said, who said to these people at 17, right, yeah, you're out you're the world, a, you're, you're, a, you're on your own. Yeah, oh, but right. not the grandkids, the grandkids yeah. are, are different to that. The same thing applies with friends. You know, this is the, the same thing where we always, we take our cues on how to behave in, in social situations from the people around us. And so if you've got friends that are, helping their kids financially. Mm. Two things here is that, uh, number one, they might be in a different situation to, to you. Uh, and, and number two, their kids might be yours, both mm. from the perspective of they might care about spoiling their kids, but also there just might be a different dynamic that they have in their mm. relationship. So just because other people are giving their kids money doesn't mean that it makes sense for you to do it. And just because you get pressure from their grandparents, uh, don't don't feel that as a reason why you, you need to give your mm. kids money. So. You know, everyone, you know your kids better than anyone. Most people, if they're being very honest with themselves, they are the best judge of whether it is going to be good for their child to give them that money or, or whatever it is, uh, or not. And that's that's the key to me, is just to be honest with yourself about, mm. do, do you actually think it's a good idea? Don't rely on the people around you to try and decide that for you. Um, another big one that we see is, as we said, don't do it just to stop kids learning a lesson that they need to learn. This is, this is the one where I think we see this more than anything, is that the kids make a mistake or something goes wrong or they ride off a car or they crash a car or they don't get a bond back on a rental place because their mate's kicked in a wall or whatever reason that, you know, someone in their 20s does something that costs them some money, the instinct as a parent is to jump in and fix that problem. And so I, I think, I don't know about you, but this is the one where I see this more than anything. It's not necessarily parents just giving kids money for no reason. It's because something's gone wrong in the kid's life that the kid probably needs to learn a lesson from that. Mm. Um, I I actually tried to keep all that quiet from my parents. <laughs> this is the, this is true. I can't believe I, the, I can't believe, I can't believe the that yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that yeah. kids go through these days. Yeah, I know. With I, their parents, I, I told them nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, would, you would have borrowed money off bikes. You would have yeah, done yeah. not have to tell your parents about these things. That's so true. But yeah, I, I guess this is a big thing of a lot of the time, you know, we all have this. We, you do something wrong, it's the consequence of that that really teaches mm. that lesson. So if you go along and, and clean up after, the, after your kids and, and you don't let them feel the effects of those decisions, they're just not going to learn that lesson. So to me, those are the big ones of times when you don't don't want to just jump in and give money to your kids. Yep. Like we've said, do it when it's going to be the best thing for them over the long term. Do it when it's going to be the best thing for your relationship with those kids. Um, do it when you can afford to do it, mm. but don't do it just because you feel pressure, either from yourself or from your kids or from their grandparents or from your friends or society, as yeah. you would say here. Look, um, I'd like to add here that that I make mistakes being the parent of a four-year-old and a, a two-year-old every single day. And it's 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 the same mistakes yep. that people are making at 55. Yeah. Yep. Which is giving them things that they yeah, don't just, really need, <laughs> giving them things yep. when I shouldn't be giving them. Yeah. Um, yep. And it, it's 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 tough. Yep. So you actually have to... I, I think what I would say is um, certainly uh, absolutely everyone does things, yep. and I'm doing it now as a parent, yeah, yeah, that I, yep. shouldn't, I yep. shouldn't do. Yeah. 
That catch me in a weak moment. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, um, certainly, certainly this podcast isn't coming from a position of, no. of, you know, authority and saying, well, you shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. No. I think what it comes down to for me is that there's two main things is that, is that very often what's good for the parents, what the best thing is for the parents, and what the ultimate long-term best thing is for that adult child yep. is for the parents not to hand that money over. Yeah, um, we know it's definitely yeah. for the for the parents. We know yeah. that fifty-five-year-olds yeah. or you know fifty-year-olds yeah. haven't generally had superannuation yeah, going they, for as long as, as they need that. their yeah. children will have yeah. money going. Yeah. So so it's it's more or less a situation I think of just sitting down and actually and actually working out what you're doing at the moment, yeah. um, what makes longer term sense. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, we all know that, just as I know that if I, you know, might give my kids lollies and then they yeah. ask when I yeah. give them more lollies, yeah. it's not in the best interest of them. No, no, that's right. It's not in my long, no. it's, it's probably a good analogy. It's yeah. in my short term best interest. Yeah, because they'll stop whinging. Half an hour later. Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, so, and, and that's the same sort of situation here. Yeah. So it's in, it's short term easier for people to do sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden an eighteen year old or twenty five year old. Yeah. Like time flies. Yeah. Like yeah. so and, and that, like you and, said. And and we yeah. find that people were yeah. doing a certain amount yeah. when they were eighteen and yeah. they've continued that on and it's twenty five and all of a sudden Yeah. Yeah. Well, their baby is now yeah. twenty five years <laughs> with, of with age. He's ninety seven kilos. Yeah. yeah, and should yeah. be standing on his own two feet I, or, or that, there. So that's a really good point. I think to to add to that as well is that um and and a rule of thumb, I guess, that I wanted to cover off on is that so a, a point to add there is that this isn't to say that you never can help you. You know, at some stage, you're going to die and your kids are probably going to get your money. So yeah. whether, you, whether they get the money now or whether they get it when you die, it's not to say you're never going to financially help your kids again. No. It's just that we're aware of this because we see it all the time. That there's probably a, there's a period of time when it is very, it's fairly clear cut that it's, it's it's not normally in the best interest of your kids to get that money. And so what I think there is, as a, as a bit of a rule of thumb, the years between, say, 21 and 30, they are the worst times to give your kids money. Yeah. You know, by the time your kid is 35 or 40 or, um, you know, whatever age beyond there, to some, they, they have already learnt. They've learnt some of those They've learnt their lessons. Yeah. They've normally already got the, the habits in place. The, you know, they've, either learnt, they've either learnt the good lessons or they've learned bad lessons and they're not going to change anyway. But by 30, those lessons of their financial um, literacy or their financial responsibility, they're already baked in. So mm. you give a 35-year-old money, doesn't... So I think that in, in my own case, if someone came and handed me a million dollars right now, it really wouldn't change my financial outlook, thoughts on things at all. If someone handed me that check at 22, that's a very different situation. And mm. I, I mean, we're not talking about a million dollars here, but I think that, mm. as you said before, you know, the years between 17 and 21, when, when, you know, kids are still to some degree kids, they're still growing up, they're still mm. finding their place in the world. Financially, they probably need a little bit of assistance in some cases, but between 21 and 30, those are really valuable years for people to learn those lessons. So I would be inclined to go, that's probably the time when it's least likely to make sense. Mm. And then from 30 onwards, you know, whether you then choose to, you know, you get to 65 and, you, and your kids are, are 35 
and you then decide that you want to help them you know, upgrade their house or you want to do something like that, that's then, a, to me, a different conversation. Mm-hmm. That's about, do we give them the money now or do we give it to them yeah. when they pass away? And we can, we can talk about that a whole different time. But you're, not, you're probably not going to spoil your kids. It's not going to really change your dynamic. It's not going to um, you know, ruin their work ethic, anything like that. But mm. Those years, 21 to 30, you've really got to, as you just said, treat it as, as really a hard decision. Is, is, you know, what is in the best interest of those kids over the long term? What's in the best interest of you as a parent over the long term? Mm. Um, so that's the, that's the when. Um, I've, I've broken this up into a couple of different uh, episodes because so that's when you should do it. The next episode will be the practical side of you've decided, either you've decided that it is the right time to give money to your kids or you've decided that we don't know what we're talking about and you're going to give your kids money anyway. <laughs> So the next episode is going to be the practical side of how to give money to your kids. Mm. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.